guys, welcome back to Chaotic But Good. I am, I'm always going to say that I'm so excited, but I genuinely am extra excited for this week's episode. I have one of Santa's biggest helpers here, Mr. Ricky Myers. Thank you so much for being here today. Ho, 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 and you're very welcome. I cannot believe, and we were talking before you pulled up, as soon as you pulled up, you got out of the car and I was like, I know you, like I've taken pictures with you and what a God moment, as I just told you too, um, when I was wanting to do this episode, trying to find a Santa, I was like, who's going to be a Santa that would be willing to do this this time of year? But I thought back, we had a really good conversation and I couldn't, I honestly couldn't tell you what was said, but I remember how big your heart was and how I was very, very touched by our conversation. So I'm excited to get to have it again and hear all about your Santa Claus journey, and um, I'm just super excited. Thank you for being here. It is a privilege for me to be here and, and work with you. I hope and pray that we get everything that, that is needed to be said today said. Oh, it's going to be God always makes it work out wonderfully. But um, So let me start. Have you had a crazy Christmas season so far? So far this season, we've sat with almost 700 kids. Oh, my gosh. And about 550 families. That is insane. So how, I guess the first thing is, of course, Santa Claus um, is such a huge part of people's childhoods. What got you to decide to want to be Santa Claus? Like, there obviously comes an age in your life when you have a white beard and you're a man and you're like, I want to be Santa. Why did you decide that you wanted to be Santa Claus? Well, it... It started probably close to 20 years ago. I didn't decide it. Who decided it? They asked me to do it at church. They did. And I did. And when I'd done it at church, then other churches started asking. And then others. And it, it just had snowballed and grown to the point that it's at now. And we're just pushing forward with all we've got, trying to see everybody that we can see. So was this something like if you could sit with 20-year-old you and you were like, you're going to be Santa one day, would 20-year-old you believe that or were... No. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I think it's something It's really interesting growing up. Um, you always have a, an appreciation for Santa Claus growing up, but it's crazy as I've grown into a woman. Like, it's such... A touching thing for a man to do. I think that society views men as a lot harder. And so, and Santa Claus is such a kind, loving fella. And um, I just think it's really cool when a man decides to like bring magic to people's lives. Is this something that you like plan to continue doing for a long time or? I plan on doing this as long as the good Lord's willing for me to do it. How? Okay, and I just, that's, it's just so cool. I can't, I'm like really overwhelmed right now because I can't believe I have a Santa Claus sitting with me right now. Where did this suit come from? Where do you get a suit? <laughs> this one came from South Carolina. So is it like special made? Yes, it, it was It was made to my dimensions, believe it or not. Do you have more than one Santa suit? This is the prettiest one I have, but I do have two other ones. You wore your prettiest suit for yes, us? Yes, I did. That's so sweet of you. So I, you have, I have one that I use outdoors with animals. Uh, oh, okay. So it's different. Right. Okay. And then I have one that I use in between using this one. You know, they, they have to air out some. Uh, you got to like so give them, can you yeah, get them dry clean? Rotate them. Can you get them dry cleaned or are you they can, not? but it takes about two weeks I'm and sure. you don't have that much time in Christmas. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you sat with 700 kids and 500 families this year. So far. What? So far. So are you still booked up through Christmas? I've got, 
I've got a daycare to do in the morning, and I, I, I'll be working at uh, Brandon Physical Therapy. I do their autistic kids tomorrow night. Oh, stop. So I don't know if you know this about me, but my passion in life is working with individuals with special needs. So how do you enjoy sitting with the special needs community? Very much so, due to the fact that the good Lord gave me the ability and looks to do this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times that if I don't, do it for certain kids, they'll never see a sign. Oh, okay. I'm definitely going to cry this episode. <laughs> there, there will be tears. Um, so you said 700 kids. So you've done the physical therapy. You do daycares, where churches. Have you done churches this year as well? I have. I've done several churches. I've done libraries. I've done fire departments. Uh, I've, I've got some super photographers that I work with. Yes, and that's actually, I want to give a shout out to Crystal. Uh, yes. She's absolutely <clears throat> phenomenal. She's a great photographer in the area, and she's actually who I reached out to, and I was like, hey, girl, you got a Santa? And um, she was like, actually, I have somebody that's really nice. And again, I uh, have pictures with you, and I was like, that's just crazy. But no, I'm going to have to find them and post them on Facebook for sure. I think the pictures you have was, was with my first suit that I ever had. Okay, because it was like two or three years ago. I came and... Um, My wife made that suit. She made you a suit? What a Mrs. Claus of her. What? And she doesn't... So she doesn't do... She's actually here. She's here for moral support and everything. But she's she likes being on the backside of things and letting... Right. Does she schedule your appointments and do all that? Or? She puts them all in my phone. Look, she, she's got <laughs> I it I do all you. the scheduling all myself. That's crazy. How... Okay, so where... Where else will you be the rest of the Christmas season? Like, if anybody that's local wants to see you, where will you be that they can go to? Well, you know, this year, Christmas failed kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve is on Sunday. Yes, yes. Okay, my mother is 86 years old, mm-hmm. and she has Christmas at her house every Sunday before Christmas. Oh, okay. So guess what happened this year? It's on Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Eve. So you will not be Santing on Christmas Eve. Not this year. Normally, I'll make anywhere from four to five stops on Christmas Eve night. On Christmas Eve night, what do you mm-hmm. do on? Do you have you delivered presents before? Have oh you, yeah. What is your favorite? What is your favorite thing about being Santa? Like why? Why did you keep it up? Like you could have done it once and been over it, and you kept. I wish doing you it. could go with me sometime. Uh, okay, when tell you, me when. <laughs> when you open the door, mm-hmm. and that child is sitting there, and, and and they just go berserk. Oh, I bet it's There so. is Santa Claus. I, you know, I'm there at their house. I I would I would if you showed up at my house, I would freak out. I um and I can I'm so down to go with you. So usually I'm actually redying my hair tonight. It's usually like bright green, but around the Christmas season, I've gotten to wear. I work retail, and so if parents come in and kids are there, I'm like, tell them I'm a Christmas elf. And they're like, what? I'm like, I promise you it works. Like, if they're misbehaving, quote-unquote, or whatever it is, I'm like, tell them I'm an elf. And it's fun to get to be a part of that. It's not Santa Claus, but they're like, one little girl, she was like, well, what's my name? And I was like, I'm not on that pay grade. (laughs) Like, I'm not not there. (laughs) I was like, but he does come by, and we give him your list and let him know what's up. So, like, what do you want for Christmas? But it's so cool. I, again, um, kind of, I've just now started to get back into Christmas, but last year I was able to be a part of the Santa Claus experience for one of my friend's children. And that 
opened my eye. I was like, I get it now. I finally get it. That's what makes my Christmas. Is getting to do this for and seeing there. Well, there's so much magic that goes behind it. And I remember there were certain, there was one guy at North Park Mall that was Santa Claus who was phenomenal for years. We had lots of pictures with him. But there was one man in Tennessee, like at the big Christmas store in Gatlinburg. Have you been there before? I don't believe so. You should definitely go up there. But that Santa, I remember me and my mom left and she was like, I think that was the real one. And I was like, I think (laughs) that was the real one. But um, so you've been doing this for 20 years now? Somewhere in that area. Did you, have you had a white beard for 20 years? Almost. Almost. So what were you doing before when it was... I just kept it shaved close, and you couldn't tell it. And you couldn't tell. <laughs> Look, there was uh, there was one Christmas at North Park Mall. There was one man. He was real, real thin and real clean shaven. And and I remember being like, "That's not the one. That's not the one." But what? Um, so I want to hear about some of your experiences. I mean, specifically this year, even what would have been some of your touching moments as Santa Claus? We've had great moments. We've had some. Iffy moments, and we had some moments that you'd rather forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, tell me about a little bit of all of them. What have right. been some of your touching moments that have some happened the, this year? To me, some of the greatest things that, that, that I've been able to accomplish is, is during a photo shoot, between the ages of 18 months and two and a half years, the children have this stranger danger uh, built into them, mm-hmm. and it comes out. Between those ages, if I can get a two-year-old to sit on my knee and smile, I feel like I've accomplished something. Oh, that's magic within itself. So far this year, I've had about three that would not sit on my knee. That wouldn't. How do you handle that? Just like you would anything else. If the mother, you know, sometimes, a lot of times the mother says, I want to see them crying on your knee. I don't know why, but that's what they want. So, you know, I, I'll hang on to them, and, and they can pitch a fit, whatever they want to do, you know. And, and when they're finished, I usually talk to them and get them to shake my hand and, and give them a piece of candy or something, and then we're friends before they leave. But, you know, you, you just have to deal with each kid individually. All of them have their own personality. Have the kids gotten easier or harder over the years, do you think? I think part of that is location. Mm-hmm. If they're from certain parts of the city, they're more standoffish. Oh, they're harder to get to. Really? Okay. Yes. I think that um, the whole concept of Santa Claus has really been difficult to keep up with, especially within an age of social media and TikTok yes. and Facebook, because I believed in one Santa Claus for a very long time and um, I, until I was like 12, and I remember being devastated um finding out that there was not just one but and we talked about this a little bit you i would love to explain to you the or have you explained the concept of santa like what that is to you what what is santa to you okay santa is it's a feeling it's a symbol it's uh gives our younger kids something to believe when they're, we have to, when you come into this world, you come in with, with two fears. One is the fear of falling. One is the fear of loud noises. We teach kids to be scared of everything else. So to overcome that fear, even at a young age, is a great accomplishment. So, like I said earlier, to get a two-year-old in my lap, 
knowing that it's been taught to be afraid of, of anybody other than mom and daddy, to me that is an accomplishment that that child will know that it can come to other places for safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way our world is today, we need all the safety outlets we can. I'm a volunteer firefighter. I'm an uh, alderman at, at the town I, I live in. I'm a deacon at the church I go to. So I wear several different hats, and I try to teach the kids each of these things are good. Mm-hmm. It, they're not bad people. So, you know, to to try to give them other places that they can can run to in case of danger. I also like to teach that what Christmas is all about is giving something of yourself that you don't get any recognition for. Yes. That's where it all is about. Oh, yeah. Santa is is the one that leaves the gifts. Hate to say this, but mom and daddy pay for. Them. Mom and daddy don't expect any recognition mm-hmm. for these gifts. So that's what Santa is. Later in life, when we start growing up and we see somebody that's hurt, somebody that needs our help, we give them that help. We never let them know it was us. We're their Santa. Oh, I... So Santa Claus is real. Yeah. No, Santa Claus is... Uh, one of my best friends still believes in one Santa. Um, he has Down syndrome. He's 22 years old. And we started introducing the this idea of a toy fairy. And um, so we would get these toys and we would go... I'd, asked the parents of course beforehand but I was like hey we've made up this character we're bringing and he's really he wants recognition for doing nice things for people and the whole like no you just do nice things without being recognized but it's crazy the amount of Santas that I've had in my life that aren't just one Santa um it's so did you grow up believing in Santa like was that something did y'all have without a doubt my daddy was a Baptist preacher and and you know, all my life I've been in church, involved in church, and everything. But Santa was always a big part of, of all of our lives. Do you keep being Santa throughout the year? Like, even when you aren't this time of year? <laughs> it would surprise you. I, I don't know what it is about me. Me and my wife was in Sam's back, I think it was in March or April, somewhere along in there. And one of the employees stopped, me and her, and looked at her and said, you are a very lucky woman. And she said, what are you talking about? She said, anybody that can be married to Santa Claus has got to have a, the best life ever. Is she? Was she right? Does your wife have the best life ever? <laughs> I would like to think so. We've been married for 43 years. That's so incredible. Something, That's something's crazy. good there. You don't hear about that anymore. But you do end up like, or do you, I guess I should have asked, do you partake in Santa activities outside of the year? Like, do you... Do kind things for people without recognition oh, yes. for them. Without a doubt. Do you think that that translates well to the kids that you? I hope that they they see that in me throughout every day. You know, not not it's not just to me. It's not just a seasonal thing. Mm-hmm. That this is something that we have to live every day, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm able to do what I do with the kids as far as the way I'm dressed now. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that, that to me, that has a whole lot to do with where we are today. I think it's just 
again, it's just so cool to have a Santa here. I can't, I want to hear some more like personal stories about some, and I really wish that I remembered the story that you told me when I met with you so many years ago and was just asking, because I've always loved to just like get to know people. Um, I think it was a story about a child that had been sick or something like that. I'm sure you have lots of those. Yeah, I have, I have, in fact, uh, all my weeks get running together here. <clears throat> it, was, it was a couple of weeks ago. I was in a house with a family, and the two-year-old stayed way back off in the corner. I finally got her up there, and and she said she wanted her daddy to be well. Uh, I might get a little emotional myself. No, that's okay. He had stage four cancer. Mm-hmm. And she just wanted him. And that's so for a child that young to like wish for that. How do you, how do you handle the Christmas wishes that you can't fix? Like, you tell them that God's going to take care of all of this one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Because we can't do it. Yeah. It don't, it don't matter how much money we had. We couldn't have made that cancer go away. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine having to be in a position, especially when children have such a belief in this one thing that he can fix everything and he can. And God does handle things how he should. Um, Do you think that that interaction ended up being helpful for the child, like saying that God was going to take care of it? Like She laid her head on my shoulder. Oh. (laughs) And she seemed satisfied. And that's all. I mean... What a blessing as somebody that, like, had a sick parent. Of course, I'm a grown-up, but to have such a symbol of Christmas or have such a symbol of hope and happiness in life to actually be able have a tangible version of that to look you in the eyes and say it's going to be okay either way. I'm sure that was so touching. And to just for you to be able to offer that, to children is such a gift within itself because there's Santas that aren't that great Santa, you know? Um, Whenever we go into somebody's home, we try to make sure that before we leave that the kids understand that the first Christmas gifts were ever given were given by the three wise men. mm -hmm. And and that was symbols for us to give to each other. Mm. So, you know, we, we try to Take it back to the Bible as much as we can. We don't know that Jesus was born on December 25th. That's a day that we celebrate. Yeah. With that being said, everything else that we do during this time, we try to keep it as biblical as we can. But at the same time, we try to make it where the younger kids have something to look forward to. Was um, Do you feel like as time has gone on in your Santa journey, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, I feel like Christmas was much more of a religious holiday and now it's more of a consumer holiday. Do you think that um, that impacts the children that you come across too? Like, is it hard for you to track it back to the religious, like the meaning behind it? On some cases it is. But a lot of times the, excuse me, a lot of times what happens is is the things that they ask for mm-hmm. are totally different from what it was when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're asking for computers and and four, uh, four-wheelers and side-by-sides and things like that. 
Honey, if we got a, a box of, of candy with with the orange and the apple in it, we thought we was on top of the world. Yeah, I think it's really cool how family, I've seen some families, they do three gifts. Like you get something that you can use, something that you enjoy, and then maybe something else. I think that that's a neat way. I mean, realistically, even me out Christmas shopping recently, everybody that I love has everything that they need for the most part, but that... Also, gifts is my love language, so I do go a little overboard anyway, like way more so than I should. But it is um, interesting to see how kids ask for much different things, and I feel like it is a lot based around stuff. And I think it's really cool that you try to make sure that they recognize the meaning. One of the things that I, excuse me, one of the things that I've done when I got started, I can't do now because I'm not at home enough. What we done was was we had our kids, not only our, my own personal kids, but the kids that we were seeing at churches and all, said for every gift you get, you bring us a gift. Oh. And we took that to the kids that couldn't afford gifts. Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot with shelters or anything like that as well? I used to. Mm-hmm. But lately I've got so busy going to homes and, and seeing people and all and, and you know, I haven't had a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday since November second. Yeah. So when does Christmas season start? The beginning of November is that usually when the first of November. Now I did do one in July a couple of years. ago. I was gonna ask. <clears throat> do you do some Christmas in July? I, I didn't do but one. I lost fourteen pounds. At I'm sure <laughs> that you did. I'm sure that suit is so hot. Even November in Mississippi is a little warm yes. to be. I'll being go through Santa. two t-shirts a day easy. Really? I couldn't. You are much stronger than I am. I could not. So I do want to go back. So what? tell me a horror story of a child or not a child, of a situation. (laughs) I don't know if you call it a horror story or not, but the mother handed me his little baby. (laughs) I'll I'll give you two. First, she handed me his little baby, and the baby was just smiling, just grins from ear to ear. And the mother said, "You must. She must be in a good mood." I said, "No, ma'am. That ain't what it is." <laughs> she said, "What is it?" By that time, some run down the side of my leg. Oh, so you had to get the soup dry clean. Yeah, <laughs> I had to clean it up before I could set the next kid. You know, but you know, little things like that is going to happen. You mm-hmm. know, so so we just deal with it and we move on. Now, I did have a mother. She she may hear this. She's in Brandon, and it it, it scared me. She come to me and said, I want my child to have his first year Christmas present with uh, Christmas pictures with you. I said, that's great. I said, hand her here. She handed me that youngin, and, and I like the lost her. She's a little bitty thing. Oh. <laughs> and I was holding on to that youngin. I said, how old is this kid? She said, I had her day before yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Two days old. And you were holding that little baby? I was holding that little baby. Scared me to death after I found out how old she was. I can't. Little bitty babies just scared me. So I can, like, really relate. This was during COVID and all now. No. She had that young and out there, and it was cold. The wind was blowing. And she just lays her out in my arm. Of course, you know, the little little tight just snuggled up all this fur and all. Boy, she was just eating it up. Look, I'm sure. But it scared me to death after I found out how old she was. So do you get more? What age group child are you most comfortable with? Like, uh, used about 90, 92 or seven. years old. Oh, well, I was like, what? <laughs> do you see, do you go to nursing homes? Is oh, that yeah. something that you, yeah, I uh, do nursing homes. I do, uh, garden 
clubs, Gar- things do, like that. Do you um, have you ever worked with anybody in the Alzheimer's community? You know, I have not. People with Alzheimer's. I'd be interested to see how they react to Santa. Now, Claus. I did have one lady at a nursing home. They said the only thing that she said since she had been there was Diet Coke. It was a nursing home in Morton. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she'd be screaming, you know, she just laid there in bed and she'd be hollering Diet Coke. That's all she'd say. But they asked me to go in there and see her. So I got my suit on and on. I went in there and she rubbed my beard and she rubbed my collar and she rubbed my hat and she rubbed all around and, and she didn't say nothing when I left. The two or three days later, I guess it was, is it right at Christmas, and her family came in. And every one of them come out and thanked me. They said she had not stopped talking about Santa Claus came to oh. see her. <laughs> the whole, the whole time the family sweet. was there, they, they said she just never shut up about it. Oh. They said most of the time all they hear is say is Diet Coke. And then, but she was like, Santa Claus came and saw me. Santa Claus came to He's see just... her. She was, uh, she was like, Close to 100 years old. He's such a staple to the Christmas spirit. Do you have any memories of you being a child with the Santa that you interacted with? Not that I can actually remember. I'm I'm, I'm over 65 years old. Are you really? <laughs> Look, yeah. I, I, would, I was never going to ask. I never assume it's yeah. Santa just is just Santa. Santa's just an older gentleman. That's all that we well, know. I'm, I'm a little over 65, so, so that, that memory so far back... It, it, it's hard to, to recover. <laughs> to recover. But obviously you had like joyful memories oh, yes. of Santa. Oh, yes. I, um, well, I've had joyful memories all my life. See, <laughs> I, I, like I was. You a whole lot. <laughs> I am very fortunate because I know me and my wife have had some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But the good Lord gave me the ability to forget the downs. Mm-hmm. All I can remember is the good times that we've had. That's what and a cool And that's trip. where I try to go through life. That's what I want for Christmas is for you to pass that ability on to me. <laughs> well, it's something you have to work at. Yeah. is um, So y'all have been married for... 43 four, years. 43 years. So how did she take on when you decided that you wanted to be Santa Claus? How did she... She said, you're crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I said, well, you have to do that in order to enjoy this. Look, you have to so, be a little know, off the wall to yeah. be a Santa Claus. I mean, you, know, you got kids that's crying to get away from you and crying to get to you. But, so, you know, it's a, it's a it's an emotional chart that you just run something down that you just have to hang on to and ride it, you know? Did she take some warming up to, to the whole after she called you crazy, or did she really kind of jump into it? No. She, she pushed. She She did? Oh, yeah. Like how? Like she just. Well, she knew my personality, and she told you to go. I feel like I remember talking to her about that and saying that she said that you were the right person for this. As long as I can remember, I've always been able to make kids feel comfortable with me. Mm -hmm. Even in church, there was a there was a couple that had a little little boy, and he was cutting up in church, and the only one that. That little boy would let handle him was his mother. Well, I was ushering that day, so I was in the back of the church. They come out because he was cutting up. I talked him into coming to me to give his mother a break. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, he came to me without any without any reservation. I gave her the opportunity to catch her breath, mm-hmm. and then he settled down. They went back in the church and finished the service. And just, he was just comfortable with you. I wonder if that's just, 
Do you think that that had to do, at that time, did you look a little bit like Santa Claus or? Yeah, I had been playing Santa Claus for a couple of years. A couple of years. Time. Do you think so, that that's a reason why kids, or you said that kids have always felt comfortable around yeah. you. That that's not just something that's, has it gotten more so as you've, <laughs> like throughout the year since you, throughout the years since you I don't know if it's Santa? gotten more so because, like I say, as long back as I can remember, I've had a, a special talent that God gave me to relate to people in general, mm-hmm. but to kids especially. And and I, I've kind of pushed it. My wife pushes it. The preacher pushes it. You know, so <laughs> we got a lot of people behind us working with that us that make it make it happen. So yes. it's more than just you running this show. Oh yeah, it's just without a doubt. So Ricky, outside of being one of the world's most beloved characters and working for the one and only Santa Claus, what what do you do? Like, what are your hobbies? What do you? When I have time, I love to fish. Do you know that my brain was like, I bet this man's a fisherman. Oh, and yeah. so so you're a fisherman. Yes, without a doubt. Why um do you have time to do that when you're not doing I guess it's not really fishing season now though, so <laughs> the spring and the first part of fall. Mm-hmm. Because I also cut grass in the summertime. What I <clears throat> excuse me, what I normally do is the elderly people in the neighborhood that, that can't get out and cut their grass, I cut their yards. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. So you're also, and then you said you were a firefighter as well? Yes, I'm a level two volunteer firefighter. And what city are you from? A little town called Polkville. Polkville? I feel like somebody at work, working at Pandora, came in and I had to put that in my iPad saying they were from there. <laughs> I'm sure y'all know each other because I've never heard of the city before. <laughs> but there's, so you um, are a firefighter. You're also in the church. And what else? What was the Alderman. An alderman. I'm an alderman okay. there. How did you get into the church? Like you were right. You did, said that your dad was a Baptist preacher. Right. And then, so just grew up in the church and continued. I, yeah. I accepted the Lord as my personal Savior at age eight. Mm-hmm. Back, what's that, 50, 56 years ago, 57 years ago? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I was, I started when I was young and I was brought up through the church. My, my daddy was a pastor. I went to 12 schools in 12 and a half years. Oh, okay. So I'm, I, <laughs> I was very blessed to have the personality that God gave me so that I could get along with other people that I got friends all over the state of Mississippi. How does your faith impact your job as Santa Claus? Very much so, because without my faith in God, Santa Claus wouldn't be. Ah, okay. So, and again, you said that you pushed that a whole lot. You push, you push the, do you have, have you ever had a child come to you that necessarily didn't believe in Jesus or believe in Christianity? I haven't yet. You haven't? I haven't Watch yet. tomorrow, you might have one. And then, well, if I do, we're going to face it head on, and, and I'm going to ask the good Lord to lead me through it, and we'll follow up with that kid just as hard as we can go. And figure it out. And there, okay, so I want to know, I just want to hear more. Oh, duh, a question that I need to What's your favorite cookie, Santa Claus? Hmm, that's hard to say because I like so many of them. Are you really a cookie fan? Yes. So, uh, me too. I love a good chocolate chip cookie. But it's I was going to say chocolate chip probably rates on the top. Do you get? Do kids bring you gifts? Like, do they bring you presents ever? They bring me pictures and letters and reindeer food. 
They bring you reindeer food. How yes. do they make like the oatmeal with the glitter in it? And right. The, what is the silliest thing that you've been asked for from a child? Like something that was just off the wall, unexpected. Hmm, that's a hard one because I don't, I don't think none. Of, if they don't think it's silly, I try not to think it's silly. You but, know, so. <laughs> you're like I appreciate all of it. Has anybody ever asked for like a flying dinosaur or a? I had I had one uh, yesterday that asked for a live dinosaur. A live dinosaur. Yeah, he wanted one that he could train as a pet. How did you handle that? I told him I said, "Well, I tell you what," I said, "I'll check up there and see if we have any around, and if we do, I'll bring you one, but I can't guarantee anything." Look, that's real sweet. <laughs> I um I remember when I was young, I was in the fifth grade, and I still lived in Santa Claus, and I had my parents write or I would write letters to Santa every single year, and um my. Dad would come and respond, and uh, but I asked one year I was arguing with some kids at school about Santa being real, and I was I was mad. I was as mad as could be because they were wrong and I was right. And I asked for a picture of Santa and all the elves. Like I was like, just bring me one picture. Santa responded that he had given all of his um, pictures out, but he brought me a bell, and that was when Polar Express had just come out. And they, my parents had, like, scraped the bell on the side of the road. And I still have that bell. Like, I still hold on to that. But have you ever um, used your Santa powers to maybe trick a kid? Yes. Yeah, how How so? <laughs> Last year, I pulled one off. What'd you do? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was the coolest thing that I, I ever done. I was at a library. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted to see this, see me take off in the sleigh and a reindeer. Yeah. All right. I told him, I said, okay, this is going to be a rarity. Not very many people will ever see this, but I'm going to show y'all. <laughs> I got them all out in front of the building. Mm-hmm. I said, now y'all have to stand right here and watch right up yonder. I said, you're going to hear a boom, but that's when we go into the sonic speed. I went around back and I lit a rocket. And that rocket took off up through there. That's good. Honey, that, for six weeks, that's all we heard about around the uh, house. <laughs> that is the smartest. That's genius, actually. I thought it was pretty cool. And it did. And I would have. Oh, I can't imagine like seeing that through a child's eyes. Like being. You should have seen the children after that. Were, oh my god! They were probably just flabbergasted. They were. At, they were just blown away. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie, Santa? I like Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, yeah, 34th Street. I haven't seen that one. That's the one at Macy's, right? That's the one. Uh, Coles. Coles. Okay. I haven't I haven't seen that one in years. I'm partial to A Christmas Story or The Christmas Story. Yeah. Um, But why do you like Miracle on 34th Street so much? I think me and him relate a lot to, alike. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got several things that he says in there that, I've even wrote some of the lines down that I wanted to learn so that I could use them tonight, but I didn't have time to. to, to I'll have them next time. I grant you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll get you next year for sure. But we got yeah, another it, episode booked, Danny. <laughs> Fifty-two weeks from now. <laughs> there you go. But you know, it it him and myself are so much alike, mm-hmm. and and I like I like to think that I am will someday be as good as he is. You, so, that's your ultimate Santa goal right. is to be 
Yeah, because isn't at the end of that movie, don't we find out that he actually is Santa Claus? We or believe. So? We believe. Okay. And I need to I need to sit down. I haven't watched a lot of Christmas movies this year, but I need to get, what are some of your favorite Christmas activities or Christmas holidays that mean something to you? Of course, I'm sure you're busy working most of the time. Most of the time we're out on the road somewhere. Uh, I like to see families come together. Mm-hmm. I like to go to the houses where the families are there, and you can see the the love and the concern for one another. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what Christmas is. How do you um, how do you think you being there? Do you? Mm, I'm trying to figure out how to ask what I want to ask. As somebody I'm dealing, this is my first Christmas without my father being alive. And the holidays have been really like, they've just been kind of, we're grieving. We're grieving. Yes. And it's kind of hard because we want to be together, but we also kind of all want to do our own thing. And it's just a, like, and so when you said that, I was like, I imagine having a Santa there would bring us closer together. But I also, like, do you deal with adults that are grieving a lot? Is that something that you... Not a whole lot, but occasionally I do come, come upon that. And I just tell them, you have to think, what would he want you to do? How would he want you to react? You know, and, and in doing that, you're honoring him. At the same time. Yeah. And it's it's just such a Christmas with a loss has yes. been a very difficult thing to manage. And I'm sure that you get lots of emotional people with oh, yeah. different because Santa again is a safe space for right. and always has been. If I'm at a mall and there's a Santa there, I'm stopping by and saying, Hey, like yeah. it's just and I, I always appreciate when a Santa meets me with the same childlike wonder even or like meets me like I am a child even though I'm not like it means a whole lot have you ever um what are some of your favorite adult interactions that you've had the the fun thing is is to see some of these middle-aged adults ah okay tell me more they think they are too old to sit on Santa's knee and they think they're gonna break Santa somehow (laughs) That was me, like a little while ago. <laughs> exactly, you know, and, and I, I'll tell them. I said, hey, "You can't walk. You can't just walk by. You have to sit and get a picture made." Absolutely, that's what it's about. And boy, they just and I was at the. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I was at, at Mississippi Public Broadcasting Christmas party the other day. Oh, that's fun. And some of the ladies, you know, they all want, want, want you know, so I gave. Yeah, take pictures. And, and I said, tell you what you do. I said, you send this picture to your grandson or your granddaughter. And you tell them that Santa stopped by here to make sure he had the right address so that Sunday night he comes to your house. Oh. Wow. So there, there was a lot of emails that was sent out. That were sent out. I can imagine. So is there, um, do you ever get like grown men sitting on your lap too? Yeah. Like you get every, yes, a little bit of everybody. You said yes, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. I got Pictures on my Facebook page. I'm 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 so excited to go through my phone later and find the pictures that I have with you because I remember them being really cute. Like me being like genuinely, this is one of, um, you were one of the best Santas that I had encountered because I got to watch you interact with the families as well. I was helping one of my other friends who was a photographer, and I was helping her out, and it was really cool to see how you interacted with people and how I think we called my best friend actually, and he was so stoked. But what is, what is, 
as one of Santa's helpers, Ricky, what do you want for Christmas? I'm telling you, I've, I've had my Christmas. Being able to be with all these other people and seeing these kids light up and the excitement in their eyes and the, the thrill in their heart and the parents with the satisfaction of knowing that their kids are excited. Honey, that's all you could ask for. That's all that you need. That's, that's, that's my Christmas. Can I hear, and just like on the top of your head, can I hear another great Santa story? Like, I don't really have a question for it, but do you just have another one that's really touching or means a lot to you? Or even a couple. I would love to hear. Like, well, I got a couple of funnies for you. Tell me. I want to hear them. <laughs> I sat in there one day, and I was working the, the, the kids, and they were coming through a daycare, and one of them looked at me and says, why are your teeth so brown? Oh, now what do you do? You know, he's put you on the spot. He put you, he put them on the naughty list is what I do. <laughs> well, you have to think real quick because you were kids. You can't let them get ahead of you. Mm -hmm. So I told him, I said, if you eat as many cookies in one night as I do, your teeth would be just as brown as mine are. Uh, look, put a fear in them. <laughs> and boy, he, that satisfied him to the T. Oh, I can't. He had no problem with that from my point that on. sweet little boy. He's probably at home being like, I can only have two cookies tonight. Only two. And it wasn't, it wasn't five or six on the back past him. He said, one of them walks up there and he throws his hands on his hips. And he says, well, I want to know where the sleigh and the, the reindeer are. Uh -huh. Well, you have to think again. You know, you have to, you have to be quicker than they are. Mm -hmm. I said, what month is it? He said, November. I said, November, is, is Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving was last week. Okay. What season's open? Deer season. <laughs> I said, now, don't you think I better make these deer invisible? I said, I wouldn't have a way back home. That I would have never. I was like, where are we going with this? That's he great. was happy as a pig in mud. What I cannot, I when kids get sassy, like when that little girl bent we with the, well, what's my name? I was like, oh, I could not do this for a job. Like you this tell is me, after I've seen six thousand kids. It's hard for me to remember each, each one alphabetically. Mm -hmm. That I have your name written down, and I have a picture of you. I guarantee you, I can make it to your house. I see. That's so smart. Like that's what I should have told that little girl. Be like, do you not think there's enough kids with the same names going around? What? Um, do you have any kids that you remember? Like any kids that you've seen multiple years in a row? Oh yeah, we, we've got a couple of them that that we've probably seen four, maybe five years in a row so far. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, we're going to see a lot more of them. Yeah. And the uh, I've got. I've got one family. You, you're talking about adults. Mm -hmm. I've got a, a picture in my phone. The grandfather sat on my knee. His son sat on my knee. Mm -hmm. His The grandfather's grandson sat on my knee. And the grandfather's great-grandson sat on the same knee. How beautiful. So I've got this list of pictures. With all these. All in the same family generations down that's crazy and i'm praying that i'm still around 
when his great grandson gets married and has a has a son. Kid, how old is that great grandson now? Do you know? He's about seven now. Seven. Okay, so we got about twenty years. Maybe yeah, a I got a few less. years, so I, I won't have to work on it. To... <laughs> Look, I'm sure, and that's such a cool like the Santa that I was telling you about at North Park that we had pictures with over the years. It was so cool to watch us grow and our styles change and who yes. we were. But that Santa was still Santa. Like Santa didn't change. Santa was just Santa. Yeah. I wonder where. I wish I remembered where that guy was. He was absolutely phenomenal. He was such a good Santa. I don't know if you ever went to North Park back in the day, like 20 years ago. But Probably there was, so. <laughs> there was one Santa, and he was great. What is, if I had to ask you, what is your one touching story? Like you have one child story or one family story or something that touched your heart the most, that really kept you going. Now again, it's hard to pick one. It's hard to pick because one. Because I try to keep them all... <laughs> balanced mm-hmm. so that i don't become unbalanced uh, so you everybody's on that same playing field. you have to, you i can i can allow one or two to get me off kilter mm-hmm. and it take too long to get back on kilter in order to to make everybody where they need to be mm-hmm. so i try hard to it's, it's like I said with my wife. We've been married 43 years. I remember the good times. I can't remember the bad times. I try to do the same thing with my kids. Just remember, did you just call these kids your kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all mine. That's so sweet. I just like, it's just so cool to to get to interact with somebody that, again, is such a pivotal part of the Christmas season. So I found out what kind of cookies you like. Do you have a favorite reindeer, or are they all on the same playing field, too? Probably Dancer. Dancer? Why do you like Dancer so much? I like the name, mainly. The name? Look. You know, that, that, that time of year, you know, you, you want to you get jolly and, and have a good time. And have you a know? good, get a little jig in it. Yeah. Is there, um, are there any questions that kids ask you a whole lot, like on repeat, that you have, like your favorite reindeer? Obviously, you've said dancer before is your, oh, yeah. is your go-to. Do you have any other questions that you have a go-to answer The for? main one is, is where is the sleigh and the reindeer? Where is the sleigh and the reindeer? You know, they have to be invisible because it's deer season. And I, that's such a Southern Santa answer. That's such a Southern Santa answer. Um, location, 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 right? Location makes a difference. <laughs> have you ever been asked why you have a Southern accent? Never. Never. That I'm surprised. Not some little nine-year-old smart kid would be like. You would think that from the North Pole, you'd have a Yankee accent. Right. Right. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Right, absolutely. Nobody has ever asked me about my accent. When people ask you about the North Pole, what what is your answer? What do you think the North Pole's like? I tell them it's very cold. That it they wouldn't be comfortable there because of the the coldness, mm-hmm. and that usually Mrs. Claus is at the North Pole due to the fact that if I'm not there, the elves tend to slack off. Ah, so Mrs. Claus has to be there in order to keep the elves working to make sure we have enough toys for everybody on Christmas Eve. So when you've talked to the Santa Claus, what does he do throughout the year when when he's not working? Or is he working all year, making his last? He takes two weeks off. He takes two weeks off. <laughs> what does he do for his two weeks? He sleeps most of the first one. I heard, heard, same. 
And then, then he comes a little bit south where it's a little bit warmer and he thaws out. And then he'll he'll go back home and start working again on, on toys and all, making sure that, that the elves are doing their jobs, making sure that uh, Mrs. Claus is in line and, you know, making sure everything's going straight up there. So it's, it's a full-time job. What um what are the requirements to be on the nice list? The main one is is to treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can do that, you'll always make the nice list because none of us want to be treated ugly, right? You know, so so that's the main requirement. Other than that, <clears throat> you know, we all going to screw up. So be honest about it. You know, it, there's no need in telling the field about it. I screw up. You screw up. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, <laughs> if we didn't screw up, we'd be perfect. Right. And we know there's only one perfect being. Right. We're to strive to be that way. But, you know, own up to your mistakes. What, um, how can you get on the naughty list? Like, do kids actually make the naughty list? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. You, you know, when, when bullying one thing mm-hmm. now we don't put up with no bullying if you go to bullying somebody you go into the naughty list automatically and it's going to take a work to to come off of it because you're not treating someone the way that you want to be treated i had somebody a family friend one time i was talking to them and they said i was on the naughty list when i was a kid one time and i was like no you weren't nobody's on the naughty list and she went into this big story about how she was on the naughty list and that scared the poo out of me <laughs> like it kept me real behaved that year i was just devastated i um you didn't realize they actually went on the naughty list did that you? they actually went on i was like that that one's just fake like nobody's actually on the naughty list but no she told me she was i do have a story that i wanted to share about um so my parents went all out for Christmas. That was something that was very important to us was celebrating and doing the traditions and lining up and getting the presents and going and seeing Santa Claus, going and looking at the Canton lights, all the big Mississippi Christmas things that you do. But I did get my dad. You said that you had tricked some kids one time. And um, I'd asked because I got tricked one time. My dad showed up one year a couple days before Christmas with this cute little fluffy puppy dog that my mom had no idea about and my dad used to work TV so she was gonna have to take care of this dog and she said well my dad was like what are we gonna name it I was like he had spots I was I was like seven or eight I was like spot duh like of course he said why don't we name him Max after the Grinch's reindeer or after the Grinch's dog and I was like no I'm not spots a cuter name and he said Claire why don't you write a letter to Santa on Christmas Eve and ask him what we should name that dog? And so I did. And I woke up that morning, and of course Santa wanted to name him Max. So therefore, I had my childhood dog's name was Max. And that was not, no, but it was, I remember um, how special it was just to be able to have such good Christmases as a child. Like, really go all out and, like, um... My mom comes from a family of five kids, and so we would all go there and do the big Christmas. And I think it's crazy how sitting with a Santa makes you so nostalgic for the holidays. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just wild. And, like, I I honestly, so I work retail, and I haven't been super big in the Christmas spirit this year because I've been dealing with 
lines out the wazoo. I got here. I was a little grouchy because I left my, I was a little grinchy, huh? but I left my like Christmas shirt at home that I was going to wear. And it's crazy how just like even being in your presence, like walking out there, I was like, I'm actually getting kind of excited for Christmas. What are you doing with your family for Christmas? We, every year we have our, our Christmas, we have on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and, and, we meet together and we eat and we we uh, just fellowship together. My grandson that's here now, he was four before he realized that I was a Santa Claus. Oh, so you were just showing up and he thought you were the He Santa- had no idea that it was me. How does he, how old is Cross? He's 10 now. So does Cross understand the concept of yes. Santa Claus? How did that conversation go? With his daddy. You said that was not mine to touch. But when he was young, did he understand, like, the concept of a helper and that you were a helper? Because I'm sure that had to be introduced fairly quickly once he realized that you were. Well, I I, even even before he realized, I explained to him each time that any time I would see him, you know, he'd come sit on my knee, I'd explain to him, I'm I'm Santa's helper. Me and Santa are like two peas in a pod. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to Santa every night. He talks to me. I said, your school teacher sends us texts, your elf sends us texts, and your mom and daddy sends us text messages. I said, we get a lot of text messages. We know just about what you do, when you do it, and how you do it. And how do you feel about that? Watched? Well, he, <laughs> he kind of had that deer in the headlight look. You know, you know oh. So it, it, it makes – it, it it actually helps the kids to understand that they have to have some kind of control on their actions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, too, that it's yes. not just willy-nilly. Is that your only grandchild? No, I've got three more. Three more? What's your grandpa name? Are you grandpa? Are you granddad? Papa. Papa. Papa? Okay, yeah. And um, how old are your other grandchildren? Let's see. Brennan is, I think he's 12. He's either 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And Cross... And then we have Rip is two, and Rhett is three. So little ones. Have Rip they recognized that you are? Oh, yeah. They are Santa, too? They yeah, have? They, they, I don't know how they've done it, but they figured it out immediately. Just like that. Yeah. Look, it's crazy. And you look pretty similar without the hat on, so they must be, like, pretty smart kids. Well, is they, 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 they on top of it. They don't let them much get by. Do you think that, and you said you have a son. Do you have a son? Yes. Do you think that he, watching you being Santa, do you think that he'll grow up and be a Santa too? I hope so because his beard is about three times what mine is. He's got a good Santa <laughs> got a, beard. And he, he's already starting to turn a little white. It's already started. He's, Look, it's crazy. Well, and I did the math because you said you were around 65. I was like, he was white at 45. And I was like, that's crazy. But then I realized that I have a big white streak. That's why my hair is green is because I'm trying to cover up my gray. But um, And you have siblings, too. Are any of your siblings Santa Clauses at all? No. No? So what? They, how, don't, they don't have the mentality for it. They don't have the, no. It takes a special person to be a Santa. Yeah. All of them are... What's the right word? More ir- irritable. They're shorter. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, I, I have a kid climb all over me and I won't think twice about it. Yeah. They don't, they do couldn't that. do that. No. Do you, um, do you find lots of other Santa Clauses? Like, do you know other Santas? Y'all I've have only, a club? N- no, no. No, no. I'm only going to cross one and 
he told me, he said, you need to start doing this and this and this. And I thought to myself, yeah, it works for you. That's not me. You know, I, what I do is what I feel like I'm led to do. Uh, see, uh, and you're just such a perfect person to be a saint. And I'm not just saying that to, like, hype you up or make you feel real good. But you seem like uh, the type of soul that you would want to have as a Santa Claus. Like, the fact that you were so touched by that story that you shared earlier. Like, I can tell that your heart's really into it. And um, as somebody that really just thrived off Christmas and, like, the concept of Santa Claus, I think it's really, really cool that you've been put in a position that you're able to provide that for other people if there was, hypothetically, if there was anybody watching and um, they wanted to be Santa Claus, what would you suggest? How do you suggest that they get into it? What do they need to do? The first thing they need to do is is purchase an inexpensive suit. Like an Amazon Christmas suit, okay? And, and make sure it's inexpensive because you will not know for sure whether you can do this until <laughs> after you've done it a time or two. Yeah. And volunteer to do... You know, churches, libraries, something like that. Get into that end of it, volunteering. Once you find out this is something you can do, then you can 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 go. Well, you won't have to go deeper. It'll come to you. It'll and so and you said that yours is just kind of falling into your lap. Mine has, has blown up to the point to where I'm running hard as I can go right now. How do people reach you? Is it just through Facebook, really, that people find you? Or Actually, you have... not through Facebook. How do they find you? Word of mouth. Oh, that's very old school. I didn't know that that still happened. Well, no, well, I say that. I found you word of mouth, too. Exactly. I just connected Facebook. But, yeah, that was it was really wild because I was like, who else knows Santa Clauses besides photographers? So I reached out to somebody that I knew, and then... Lo and behold, I've met you before, but I was I was doing a, a sitting out in Brandon, mm-hmm. and this lady walked out of a Pilates class. I didn't know what I still don't know what that is, but she's in a Pilates class right there behind where I was at, and she walked out and she turned white as walls in him. See, I thought she's gonna pass out, so I grabbed her hotel and I said, "You okay, honey?" She says, "I've been looking for Santa Claus for two years." She said, and here you are. Right in front She of said, her. I want your name and phone number. I said, tell you what. I said, go in there and write your name and phone number down, and I'll call you. Did you call And me? she wrote down her name and phone number, and I called her, and I done a setting with them uh, yesterday. That's so sweet. That's so, you know, you, you never know where it's going to come from. That's, it's just, it's just all so cool. Like, I love how the universe ends up putting pieces together. Is there any advice that you would give or is there anything that you want Santa to say to the world? Anything that you think that Santa needs the world to know or that you, Ricky, want the world to know? Probably just try to take this, the Christmas spirit through the year. It's not just a two-month thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we can be Santa all the way through the year the whole world would be a better place. And we're excited about helping each other right now. We actually go to our families, whether we like them or not, during this season. Mm -hmm. Why can't we do that the other 11 months? That's a good point. Like, people always reach out to people this time of year, and we should be more mindful of doing that throughout the year. Um, 
Ricky, are you happy with what you do? Like, are you satisfied? If I wasn't happy, I couldn't do it. This, this is the, the probably the, one of the greatest points of my life now because I've, I've gone through bringing my kids up. I've gone through working and getting to the point where I can retire. <clears throat> In April, I plan on doing that. Congratulations. I'll be able to do this more. I'll be able to do my daycares and all a whole lot easier and a whole lot more. Won't have to ask for time off. I'll have that time. And this is my fulfillment for the end of life. I think that your soul is just absolutely beautiful. And I'm really, really grateful that I got the opportunity to sit down and talk with you today. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better Santa. Again, it's just wild that you were the conversation that I thought of when I was looking for a Santa and you ended up being the one that showed up. I think that Santa Claus himself did a great job picking you. Um, I appreciate the heart and the passion that you put into this as um, somebody that just loves Santa and loves, I, you're just an incredible human being. Um, is there, I wanted to ask quickly, am I on the naughty or nice list this year? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you made the, the nice list this year, Sue. This so. year, last year wouldn't have been so hot, but no, um, thank you so much for being here tonight. And, um, life's chaotic, but it's really good. Thanks yes. for showing up, Santa. You're, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Yes. And I want to throw a word out to, to Rachel Reeves. She's the one that, that, Got this suit for me. Absolutely. And she's a photographer for, out of Madison. Um, Alexis Davis, she's in Brandon. She She's one of my teak birds. She's in Florence. You know, if you need pictures, contact some of these people. They they are fantastic. Uh, I try to work with them as much as I can. So, you know, just kind of shout out for them. No, absolutely. Shout out to them. And we'll have you tagged on the Facebook, too. So if anybody needs any Christmas pictures or Christmas pictures throughout the year, we know who to reach out to. But work. we will, I mean, if you want to be on episode number 62, I guess it'll be, let me know and we can make something work out. Thank you right. so much for being here. And take it out, Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, all, all good night.